Good morning, lovely listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Enlightened Mental. I hope you're all doing great, and I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, there are, well, it's up on my uh, podcast channel, whatever, I don't really know what those things are called, and there are tons more for you to catch up on as well from the previous season, so enjoy. Um, If you're new to this podcast, this is Enlightened Mental Podcast, and my name is Chi. Um, so let's get into it. (sighs) So today I thought I would talk about being washed away by the current. That's the name of today's podcast and it's in description of that feeling of being I don't know if you can relate to this but I'm going to just give you a little analogy here you know you wake up in the morning you switch off your alarm or you press snooze on the alarm you go into your kitchen you get yourself some breakfast you have your shower or your bath you get ready you go to work you get stuck in the traffic on the way to work. You arrive at work finally. You do the, you go through the motions. You do everything. You get home at the end of the day. And you rinse and repeat. You just do the same thing every day. Or you follow your routine every day. And as far as everybody else is concerned, you're keeping your you're keeping you're keeping it together. You're fine. Cause, you know, life moves just as fast for everybody else, so they don't really notice anything's going on with you and why would they you know in the meantime you're just just feeling like you're keeping your head above water like you're flailing frantically underneath the water surface and just keeping your face above the water doing so much just to keep your face above the water if you were to stop flailing you'd feel like you would sink and everybody's so afraid of sinking Sometimes we feel ourselves with added added baggage, added load tied to us all of a sudden. And we feel like we are sinking and it's even more work just to stay above water. It's This is off the back of, I mean, I'm having a good day today, you know, because you do. You have your good days and you have your bad days. You're doing really well one day, the next day you're feeling like you're barely keeping it together. I had a day the other day where I had basically my regular routine was interrupted. So not very many of you might be aware of this. I used to be a teacher, so I was constantly constantly busy constantly busy so I'd have a very fast-paced schedule I'd wake up at six in the morning or five in the morning and get ready and head out by six actually yeah yeah yeah. I'd be out by six six thirty ish get my friend we'd head off to work together because we worked in the same place and I'd be back really late so the sun wasn't up when I left the house and the sun wasn't up when I got home and I'd speed through the day you know and that was the routine that didn't matter about anything else you just go on with it you know and as a teacher it's all absorbing you're busy every second of the day you're teaching lessons and that's you know you know fully full-on engaging with the with the kids that you're teaching 
when you're in the classroom, when you're not in the classroom, you're planning for the next lesson, you're marking your papers, you're marking your, 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 you know, the books, you're marking, you're doing so much. Then you're on break duties, you're doing so much. So by the end of the day, you haven't really had two seconds to really be yourself. And you get home and the sun is already down and you're like, where did the whole of my life go this day? I used to be a teacher. That was what things were like, you know. Then my life took a very, very different... Like, I had a very large change of speed. I had my daughter, and I was home. And it was very peaceful for a while. Very, very peaceful for a while. I mean, I was going to therapy because I had, like, massive anxiety problems at the time. At least, they dipped as soon as I I, I went off work. (laughs) Like, my anxiety... just definitely definitely decreased once I came off work and I just had a break and just was at home with my kids and it was something else so I had a break I went back to work kind of early um off maternity leave and it was the same thing again back to that usual routine back to that what almost felt like choking kind of you know like you have a hand around your neck sort of tight schedule and I only felt it I guess I because I went back early it was probably too early for me I wasn't ready to go back yet but I felt like I needed to because sometimes you feel like you need to do these things for whatever reasons financial or you know you feel like you're going crazy in the house I wasn't going crazy in the house I'm just saying you have different reasons why you might want to head back to work early from maternity leave for, the, for um, any moms listening and I realized that there was a connection between my job and you know uh, my mental health kind of declining because my anxiety went right through the roof I had started up at a new school and the school really really needed help in their science department and I was doing a great job yes I was I was doing great that's what all the reports were I was getting on with it day in day out I was going through the motions and to some degree I enjoyed it because I like to teach but I was sinking I was sinking I was barely keeping my head above water and at one point I would just find myself at the bottom of the pool just not just not with it not with it it never happened during classroom time you know it never happened when I was busy doing things. It was always when I did finally get a moment to myself. Why am I telling you this story? I'm telling you this story because I'm talking about what life can be like as an adult. We talked last week about did all of this start as, you know, in our childhood or in your childhood or in my childhood did it start in childhood you know being ignored and then we learn to ignore ourselves we don't start to notice the the signs that we we need to take a break or that we need a little extra help or you know that we need to care for ourselves but it needs to be as natural as getting up in the morning and brushing your teeth self-care is so important taking time or allocating time to yourself to look after yourself to maintain yourself to keep yourself together the things that just you know like how you build a relationship by building up little bits of emotional currency inside that bank you need to do the same thing for yourself and I had no time for that 
and there was of course the you know there was mummy guilt and all of that but excuse me in your life you may not have you may not be a mum like me you might be one of my male male listeners hi guys <laughs> you may be one of my male listeners and you may be you know not married and no, no children at the moment so this doesn't apply to you in exactly the same format I'm saying it but it does apply to you in in the sense that you can also have a high-speed life that demands a lot of you and you forget to look after yourself the one thing that you must remember is that you cannot pour it from an empty cup you need to take the time to put droplets in your cup at least put something in your cup once in a while you need to take the time and pause you need to allocate time, not just... When I say take the time, it's just like, oh, you know, just throw in some a few minutes at the end of the day. No, you need to take some time. Actually allocate some time. If you're like me at the moment, my life has changed quite a bit. So I am back home with my children and it's its own sort of demanding, constantly, non-stop really it is it's relentless life is relentless adult life is relentless it doesn't ever stop it doesn't wait for you to catch your breath it doesn't wait for you to lift your face above the water it, it the waves just keep coming that's just what adult life is like and being even being a stay-at-home mom is actually full-on and challenging and i've had i've definitely had days where i'm just like can't it all just stop for a second so i can breathe and it doesn't it doesn't stop so it takes sometimes you don't really have the time to just take and put for like put aside for yourself because things are just ongoing and constant and that's just how life is at the moment because you don't maybe you don't have anybody to watch the kids that's again talking to people who have kids you don't have someone to watch the kids so that means you just have to keep get just you just have to keep going um but even then even in that kind of lifestyle there still needs to be time for you you need to have time for you because think about it this way people always think about what needs to be done and sometimes forget the things that need to be done but they don't realize how important those things are until there's a breakdown if you don't maintain your car you say oh i've got to get to work i don't have time to maintain my car oh i work six days a week when will i have time to maintain my car if you don't make that appointment your car will one day break down and then everything stops everything stops so the time you would have lost from taking one day off from work so that you could maintain that car you will lose a whole lot more than one day of work let's imagine you can't fix the car at that point so you need a new car renting a car i don't think anybody's able to rent a car the same day at least not in this country i've not really experienced that in, in this country where i could rent a car the same day it is so hard to get a same a rental car the same day and like think about how much else it will cost you like whereas maintaining your car might have cost you a couple of hundred quid that never really costs that to replace a vehicle it'll cost you maybe a couple thousand and then that's on top of the fact that in the meantime you need to find a rental vehicle to get you to work so you're thinking about it multiplies the costs basically the costs are financial they are taxing on you you lose days from work which means you lose more money it's one of those things where if you don't do the it's this saying uh, this old saying a stitch in time saves nine 
you take the time to look after yourself so that you don't one day have a breakdown and say I can't do this anymore and then you're stuck we need to remember that not looking after ourselves not taking the time to reconnect with ourselves and you know reconnect with who we are and find that sense of self and you know just love on ourselves sometimes because listen the world is a harsh place where we are battered by everything coming our way and sometimes we need to build ourselves back up in fact every single day you need to take some time to build yourself back up say your affirmations you know take some time to just do some mindfulness and calm down and you know still the anxiety and still the angry thoughts and still everything just still everything for a moment taking that time to help your mind go back to baseline and to remove yourself from that high-pitched cacophonous kind of state of mind where it's just noise 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 and stress and just bring it right back down to baseline again doing that at least once a day that's the maintenance you need if it's a thing where you need to kind of combine it with exercise which actually exercise is really good for mental health combining it with exercise and being mindful while you're doing your exercise can actually work mindfulness really works best when you take the time to do it and longer sessions tend to be very good for you um but that's something we'll explore at a different time but i mean mindfulness can be done at any moment in time like you could literally be making a cup of tea and you stop for a moment and just listen to the sound of the spoon stirring the tea and you just listen and you breathe it helps you to focus on just one thing that is nice and rhythmic and repetitive and helps you to tune everything else out so you can calm down now the reason why and that's cr- it like for people who don't know anything about mindfulness it might sound a bit weird and crazy the reason why it's important is because while you're doing that so let's think about what anxiety looks like or well, I'm going to talk about anxiety because it usually with a fast-paced lifestyle it's usually anxiety that gets you with anxiety if you have a bit of an anxiety attack or like um a moment when you get you're starting to build up like your anxiety is building up the first symptoms you'll notice is that you'll start to feel your heart beating faster you'll start to feel jittery you'll probably get a headache you'll feel shaky um you might start to feel hot or cold you know one of the one or the other extreme the point is you that that headache and that brain freeze that you get that inability to cope that inability to move forward when you get right you just feel like you've been knotted right up and you start to feel like you're drowning perhaps and when i say drowning like that's going back to our analogy of you know keeping your face above the water you're sinking again you're still trying to f- you're flailing and you're fighting and you're trying to get back to the top of the to the water but you feel like you're being pulled down you can't deal with anything in that state if you have a big problem in front of you the problem's not going to go away when you freak out and it's not going to go away um just because you stop for a few seconds to stir your tea but what happens is while you're stirring your tea you're calming yourself down which enables you to have to put space between you and the thing that you need to deal with in a minute and just it allows you to return to baseline slows down your heart rate 
slows down all those physiological responses that kind of stop you from being able to process and allows your brain to reboot itself and think, okay, let's be objective about this. So that problem is still there. You know, once you stop doing your mindfulness, you're like, okay, so the problem is still here. All right, so what can we do about this? Your attitude completely changes. I'm going to just challenge you today. Try it, okay? Um, If it's a cup of tea, if you like tea, if you like coffee, stop for a second and just stir. If you hate the stirring sound, maybe just hold your cup of tea or hold your cup of coffee, close your eyes for a moment, and breathe. See if you can focus for a moment on your heartbeats. See if you can hear your heart pumping. And just listen to it for a moment until you feel calm. And when you feel calm, open your eyes and look around. Suddenly, at least it feels like it's suddenly, suddenly you feel able to deal. And I don't, and I really mean it when I say don't open your eyes until you feel calm. So you tune absolutely everything out. You stop thinking about everything. You stop thinking about what was stressing you out just a few seconds ago. And you just I had to stay up a little late with my daughter last night. I know I've suddenly turned into this big advocate for mindfulness because I recently did uh, an eight-week course in mindfulness and it changed my life. It really did. Being able to be right in the middle of a situation, like for example, imagine this. This is this is what my life can be like sometimes. My kids are running around. I've told my son to stop doing that thing for the last for the like for the umpteenth time. My daughter's climbing this, or she's just she's falling down on the floor and she's crying. You know, she's when I say falling down on the floor, she's tantruming, like she's throwing a tantrum. It's, she doesn't need anything. She's just angry that I'm not giving her something she wants. Maybe I'm hungry, or I've got a headache, or I'm tired. Just too much is going on, and I was already trying to do something important when they both decided they were going to throw tantrums and be naughty, and it's just too much. It just feels like you're in the middle, and there's this big whirlwind around you. And just knowing that I could, for a split second, close my eyes and focus on just my breathing, and even though the kids are still doing what they're doing... I've suddenly calmed down and my calming down allows me to deal with the situation more objectively. It is the most amazing thing for someone with anxiety, particularly where you know that when that anxiety feeling starts to starts to seep into your body and starts to take over and you freeze. When you feel that anxiety paralysis or that, that urgency to get out or that, you know, that fight or flight feeling, that deer in the headlights feeling sometimes knowing that something that you can take back control in some way it has been the most powerful thing for me and it doesn't I haven't done like my lifestyle doesn't really allow me to do the longest of sessions in terms of mindfulness but just those few minutes where my eyes are closed and I'm allowing myself to breathe they've been amazing so that's why I make so much of a fuss about mindfulness and that's why I would like to kind of delve into that a bit more this season but yeah the waves of life will continue to come at you 
that's just what life is like life is just what it is whether you're Christian or not Christian whether you feel like your hope is in Jesus or you don't have that kind of like you don't believe in that life is what life is it always will be that way as a Christian I feel that my hope being in in Christ allows me to not necessarily feel alone when you're having a bit of an anxiety attack or a panic attack or you know when you're when you're just out of it like completely out of control in that moment where you feel you can you can feel very alone for me knowing that god sees me and holds me in his hands allows me to have something to look at while i'm struggling if you know what i mean that's just my own perspective and I've been saying that this season I was going to be talking a lot more about my faith and how that how my faith plays a role in my mental health especially because we don't really talk about mental health in the church and it's a big big thing mental health is something that everybody has mental health is something we all have the state of it is down to how well we take care of ourselves or sometimes whether we have a condition or not so it's important for me to talk about it from this perspective (laughs) I mean, it doesn't mean that we should forsake techniques for looking after ourselves. Um, uh, Because that's another problem that I find in amongst Christendom and amongst people with faith. That, you know, we've been told sometimes that it's not having faith to go get therapy. Or it's not having faith to engage in mindfulness. or it's not. And I I really, really disagree and dislike hearing things like that. Especially because they tend to come from people who don't have these issues. I've not yet, not once, heard from someone who really suffered from depression or really suffered from anxiety for years. Who has then said, turned around and said, oh, don't go get therapy. It's not having faith and so on and so forth. I've never heard someone with that experience that has said that. Not a single soul. That, oh, you don't have enough faith. That's why your, your depression or anxiety hasn't gone away. When you've struggled with something like depression or anxiety for years, it is easy to think that, yeah, maybe I'm struggling like this because I haven't had enough faith for it to go away. It's not true. It's not true that you don't have enough faith. But sometimes the thing that God is doing in your life takes time. And sometimes there are things he wants you to learn through... There, you know, for example, if I hadn't gone through what I've gone through for as long as I've been going through it, I would see the world differently. My experience on this planet would be different and what I choose to do with my time and with my words and with my life, just like what I choose to do would be completely different. I wouldn't have Enlightened Mental Podcast because there'd be nothing to talk about. And if I've ever helped any of you that might be listening today through Enlightened Mental Podcast, I would never have helped any of you because... I'd never have a reason to make this podcast. So sometimes our suffering gives birth to things that bring joy and happiness and peace to other people. And I think that is the work of God through us. There's a scripture. I don't remember exactly where it came from. Any of you can just message me and let me know. (laughs) Um, Where Paul says that he asked God three times to remove this thorn from his side. And God refused. But in his weakness, 
I'm not I'm not quoting it exactly. I'm talking about like the the whole paragraph that he was talking about how in his weakness he was strong or he was made strong. But at least God was glorified because in his weakness he is able to show that it is not his strength that makes him able to do what he does, but it is the strength of God. I believe that me having found the mindfulness course to go on and it changing my life the way it did was down to the prayers I was saying and down to God leading me in that direction because I do remember crying out to God and asking him will I always go through this will this is this what life is because if this is what life looks like I don't want any part of it I'm tired of suffering I am tired of not being in control I am tired of not really knowing how to handle myself and not not you know not being consistent and being afraid of the next time I will be like this I remember saying those words to God and he showed me something. And when I when I did the course, I thought to myself, everybody needs to know about this. Everyone needs to know about this. Because in any moment, at any moment in time, you can just stop and be mindful. And in the next few seconds, you've given yourself some space to deal with something that was right in your face. It's the most amazing thing. Anyway, I have talked long enough about mindfulness. I've definitely become a mindfulness advocate, definitely. Um, It's just an amazing tool. If you don't think about it as, it's not, like I said in my last podcast episode, it's nothing to do with Buddhist, it's not religious at all. It's literally you just stop, you breathe. It's a technique. It's a practical technique that really works. Like, it's amazing, okay? you could be in the most difficult of situations and just stopping for a moment to breathe gives you some freedom so let's round this up i am glad to have had the opportunity to come and talk to you guys again today sorry it's a day late um but hopefully i will be back on track with posting my podcast episodes every Monday at nine and I really look forward to hearing from you if you enjoy my podcast I would love to hear from you if you want to suggest something for this podcast for me to talk about I would love to hear from you and if you just have anything you'd like to say to me feel free to hit me up on my Instagram inbox and yeah take care of yourself and those you love And I will see you in the next one. Or at least you'll hear me in the next one. And I hope to hear from you. Bye bye now.